in the depths of the forest, in the depths of the night, where all is darkness, something's not right. The coven is working, their pyres burn bright, the cauldrons are bubbling with the essence of fright. Their task is completed, so curious and quaint. What horror have they created? A fresh jar of body paint? Welcome to the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by Elliot, Meg, Anne and Vicky. We are your 100% unofficial, unexpurgated and slightly spooky source of Strictly Come Dancing analysis and opinions. We aren't neutral, we aren't always polite, but we are always covered in cobwebs and glitter. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at keepdancingpod. We'd love to hear from you and when we've got rid of even more contestants, we may even have a bit of a question week. We're also uh, making an effort to spread ourselves over all possible social media platforms. We're now on YouTube, Spotify and we have a website, keepdancingpodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear, word of mouth is one of the best ways that podcasts are promoted, so please tell your friends about the podcast. Well, Halloween. Oh god. It was a it was a rhinestone glittery mess as usual, wasn't it? It was, if anything, a hotter mess even than movies week. Oh that's just a given, isn't I it? I just <laughs> Vicky. I just feel very weary and very old after the whole thing. It was exhausting. It was very much uh, like being at a fancy dress party where everybody's gone to a lot more effort than you <laughs> and you are sort of three drinks behind and you're not sure what's going on. I still don't. You still don't? <laughs> no, I'm still... That was, that was, that was a very odd show. Everyone seemed off the boil. I don't know whether everything got too distracting and forgot it was a dancing show. Agreed. It just felt very, it didn't feel like, a lot of it didn't feel like Strictly. And I don't know if it's just because of the introduction of this cover was choice thing, I, which I'm still indifferent about. But I, mm. it, yeah, it just felt very, I didn't, I didn't even enjoy Ashley's Charleston that much because it just didn't feel, it felt so Halloween and so concept, so themed, like a lot of them did. Uh, all just got a bit lost. There were only a couple of them where it wouldn't just be risible if they did the dance again in the final. And mm. I think that probably marks it out as overall a bad week. Agreed. 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 They got the tens out though this week. Oh God, did they get the tens <laughs> out? The, they, uh, the Strictly graph is all over the shop um, because um, <laughs> so our friend, the Twitter user at Strictly Graph has been producing the graph comparing the average scores of winners historically to the scores this year. And it's just all over the shop. Ashley and Faye are massively outscoring previous average winners and nobody's really come up to the winner's track yet. Just 
as a series, this is an all-over-the-shop series of Strictly. Yeah, but some people say that makes it more exciting. For me, that makes it more confusing because it, it kind of confirms one or two things in my head, which we'll get onto later. But at the same time, it just makes a lot, a lot more things a, a glitterable covered in mud now because I have no idea what's going to happen. I normally am quite good, like the whole Mystic Meg on this point, and now I'm just a bit lost. But now your glitter ball's covered in mud. Yeah, someone's t- taken it and like kicked it across the field, and it's a bit dirty. So I need to like get it squeaky clean by next week, otherwise I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Hang on, in this metaphor, is the, is the glitter ball strictly, or is it like your third eye? Strictly. Okay. <laughs> Before we go too far down the esoteric track, let's review some dancers. Dancing the cha-cha-cha and giving us a game stabber to moonwalk, it's Graham Swan and his partner, Oti. Oti. Yay. 1980s Oti, oh. that sort of San Junipero the look. Perm. The best possible Oti, yeah. Yeah, loved it. Didn't care, didn't care about Graham, just Oti looked great. Yeah, it was another one of those ones where I was having to concentrate really hard to look at Graham dancing. I was really impressed with how Graham um, took on the notes in the dance-off. I feel he really tried to um, put some more enthusiasm into those cha-cha basics, which he clearly was struggling with. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think I think he did well, and everyone seems to be hating the cha-cha this year. And I, I honestly didn't think it was a half bad job. If they if they hadn't gone first, they may have scored in the more the mid twenties. I think it wasn't the worst cha-cha of the series. No, no, by far. But it was the last cha-cha of the series. Was it? Yeah. <gasps> really? We're done. There's oh, because yeah, Sean, because Sean got eliminated. That he was the last person who could potentially have done a cha-cha. They're gone. It's done. It's over. Oh. How many Charlestons to go? At least five, <laughs> I think. Well, right. Eighty-two. Charles- <laughs> remaining Charlestons. Oh, you're not going to like it. Charles definitely has one. Six. Oh God. <gasps> but there's oh. potentially seven salsas left. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Can you tell we're a ballroom podcast and not a Latin podcast? <laughs> Latin. It's just that yeah. they tend to they tend to um, wedge the Latin more into an unsuitable song. Yeah, mm. I I'm gonna say something about an OT routine. I never thought I was gonna say ever. I got bored at points in this routine last night. It for me it just it just dragged on, and I I could see Graham was really trying. He did a hell of a lot better. In the dance-off, because as Vicky said, he put everything that the judges gave him into the dance-off and he danced a lot better. But I don't know if it was because he was first out or because we said last week he shouldn't do a cha-cha to thriller. We put a big red flag against it. But I just got a bit bored and he was just very flat-footed at times. And I was just like, this is probably his worst dance since the American Smooth. And it was it was such a shame because... If we said at the start of the series that in week six, Graham would be in the dance-off and be eliminated, not knowing anything, I'd probably say, yeah, that's where I put him. But at this point, I was shocked and sad to see him down there. And I am glad he's back next week because he fully deserved to stay after that dance-off. But If yeah. he's back in ballroom, he's got potentially some entertaining dancers. Yeah. Uh, it, was just, it was just an off night for him, I feel, and like... 
there's only so much you could do with Thriller without having to put in like the obvious steps. Uh, Oti was styled as the woman in the music video, though, wasn't she? Like that's what they were going for, was it? That's yeah. what I guessed. Yeah. She just okay, looked <laughs> amazing. Though. I mean, she, yeah, like I said, she amazing. always looks amazing, and yeah, just the routine just fell flat for me, sadly. But we did say last week, you, you can do cha cha to fr- to Thriller. Doesn't mean you should. But he's he survived it. He's not here for another week. And he and so he survived it both sort of in competition terms, and I think he survived this with his dignity more or less intact as well. Which not everybody did tonight. No. <laughs> no. I think Thriller I, I, is a really hard it's a really iconic song, which in its way is good because you can kind of have nods to the original choreography but it's also a bit of a stickler because if you don't have nods to the original choreography people start complaining so if you do too much of one or not enough of the other you're kind of stymied um and I think the balance was okay but um he was really lackluster in the first um in his original dance and he was he was much less so um in the in the dance off, which kind of saved him. Um, so I, I just think through, it's such an iconic song. You kind of, unless you kind of copy the whole thing, note for note, and it's outstanding. You're always going to be a bit of a loser. Mm. I yeah. think one specific reference uh, did him dirty a little bit, which is the Michael Jackson white socks. Obviously, mm, yes. um, old Michael there wore the white socks to highlight the absolute precision and excellence of his moves. And poor Graham, he didn't need a spotlight shining on his feet. The, I think the main thing that caught him out, and it, it goes back to Thriller being an iconic dance, is that the BPM is too slow for standard cha-cha. If they did a yeah. slow tango to it, it would have worked a hell of a lot better and then they could break, do the thriller bit and then go back into hold. That would work beautifully. So if they did it as a couple's choice and chose to do it to thriller, it probably would have got sevens or eights because then they would have had complete three reign to play with whatever they mm-hmm. wanted. Not You've got to do this particular dance which doesn't fit this music or this um, speed bracket, but we're not speeding it up to make it fit so you're lumped with it. So I think he just him and OT just got done a little bit raw there by the producers a bit and I think OT did amazing with what she was given but it was just it was a mountain from the start which they never reached a summit of tell you what music would be quite good for a sort of a dad cha-cha-cha a bit of steely Dan Ricky don't lose that number (laughs) there we go um, I think the other thing that saved them this week because there was not with with all the thriller kind of call outs, there was not a huge amount of cha-cha. And I think if it hadn't been a theme week, that would have caught them out quite badly. Yeah, but if it hadn't been a theme week, he wouldn't have been dancing to Thriller. He'd have been dancing to Ricky Don't Lose That Number and he'd have been fine. Because <laughs> he'd be wearing like a, a pastel linen suit with the short with the sleeves shoved up. Speaking of dad cha-chas, how has no one actually done a cha-cha to Rick Astley yet? Never Give You Up is like the perfect camp dad cha-cha, which no one's done yet. Well, that'll have to save. We'll have to save. For next year now. <laughs> for next year now. Uh, uh, Neil, Rick 
Neil Jones and whoever he's dancing with can uh, dance to oh, Rick Astley. Yeah? <laughs> the thing is, Rick, though, no, Neil would. <laughs> yeah, Gladly. I know. Yeah, I know. Week I one. Think Neil would really enjoy that. He'd relish he it. Week one, he'd be out there with it. Like if she doesn't have if she doesn't have like a particularly uh, good song that rela- job that relates to a song, then we just have Neil as Mr. Rick Astley and Bob is your uncle. <laughs> We've got so far away from the point that I guess we're probably done with Graham dancing the tango, and showing us Moffat's rightly rejected concept for vaudeville Cybermen, it's Stacey Dooley and her partner, Kevin. Right, let me give you, let me give you the uh, official nerd uh, opinion on this. As a committed Whovian, um, Stacey, looking good, a uh, very nice 13 wig, lovely tango collots, very nice interpretation of the top uh, that Jodie Whittaker's doctor wears. However, Kevin, the disco vaudeville cyberman, did not work for me. He contravened one of the uh, big keep dancing pod rules of obscuring the face. I- I've said my piece. And the ears, by the sounds of it, which raises the question of, if Kevin couldn't hear anything with those headphones on, how did he hear the music unless it was playing in his headphones? Like, because uh, he said he said he couldn't hear a thing. But then I asked the question: How could you hear the timing then? Well, unless Stacy was leading the dance. <laughs> he was acting up, and you know it's different frequencies. Those ear defenders—they uh, basically take a lot of the energy out of the treble, but still let you feel the bass. So. Yeah, I mean that aside. I absolutely love this. I love the concept. I love the idea of it. I loved her routine. The frame was brilliant. Uh, the only two points I picked up on is that whenever she was marching, she marched with straight arms, and I was like, I would like her once just to like flex her arms as she was marching. And then when she was taking over as man, and this is a minor, 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 minor point, but where she's been so used to doing female posture, when she took up the man's hole, she went into woman posture with her with her top line too far back. But apart from that, I loved it. It was brilliant. I thought Kevin's top line looked really, really weird when he went into the follower role. It was it was never going to be, like, great, but it was, that, it was only, like, two bars, so it wasn't too bad. I just picked it up straight away that she was, you know, leaning backwards. He, he spent longer wheeling around backwards as a clock arm, which is certainly a thing. <laughs> No, I loved this. I love those two. They're still my winners. And yeah, she's just smashing it. I absolutely love how well she's doing now because she's in the final. Like, we just need to accept it now. Just give her the glitter ball already. I think she's got this now. In terms of uh, YouTube views, she is now sort of consistently one of the uh, sort of top three there. Joe and Diane obviously are still massively ahead of everybody else. Um, and Faye got a big bump this week. But uh, yeah, Stacey and Kevin are up there week after week now. So I think, yeah, you're probably right that she's in the final. I just think... I, like, so... You know, last year, uh, we had the Wonder Woman routine. 
and the Markham and Wise routine. And I felt like that was coming from the relationship between Kevin and Susan. I feel like Kevin's themes this year are coming a bit more from Kevin. I'm not seeing Stacy reflected in them as much this year. I yeah. I I completely agree. There was um someone on Twitter said, said when I was watching this I totally agreed with it. Like the producers are so eager for a Kevin doing well or a Kevin win that Stacy is purely an accessory at this point and Yes, she is dancing well for a non-dancer, but I, I don't think I don't think she's as good as the judges are are making out. And I, for me, her core is still very floppy. And I, I, you know, she danced the tango well, but it wasn't it didn't have the finesse of you know a Faye or an Ashley routine, which I guess you wouldn't expect it to. But I just, uh, yeah, I, I I'm struggling to get on board with the Stacy train. <laughs> And I also think it, that maybe if she was a Doctor Who fan, we might have heard a couple of little Doctor Who references uh, slipping there in nothing. there. There was nothing. She's not seen the show. She's mm. just doing a bit of BBC cross-branding there because Kevin likes Doctor Who. But you notice how it, oh, Kevin, again, gets a nice new shiny theme that's not been done before. You know, Graham gets Thriller that's been done about three times before, but he gets a nice new shiny theme that hasn't been done. It is getting embarrassing at this point, though, that Kevin hasn't won. Yeah, so I feel they just need to clean that up this series and then we'll move on and have a new thing we're pursuing next year. Oh, well, Kevin has a lovely West End adventure as Stacey Jacks. He does. I, I'm sounding like I hate Kevin. I, re I really like him. It's just uh, him and Strictly. I've had such a journey, I was going to say. I... I don't know. It just feels a little contrived for me at this point. That he's got, you know, a likable non-dancer and all these nice, like the minions and the Doctor Who and all this sort of thing going on. And yeah. Well, you know, a, a show's got to do what a show's got to do. Yeah, it does. You, you you do kind of have to at this point round the Kevin story. You have to bring the Kevin story to some kind of point of inflection this year. Mm. I, I will say though, obviously because Doctor Who is a brand new concept. It's not. It's been done oh, no. before. Jay and Aliona did a really crap Doctor Who Charleston. But that, that's the thing. Like, who of those oh, pro Sorry. Who are, the, who are those remaining pros? Could you trust besides Oti and Katia? Because that's the obvious answer. Who else would you trust with a Doctor Who themed dance though, without butchering it and making it look awful? And they still managed to do a proper tango to the Doctor Doctor Who theme. The only Doctor Who references were. She was dressed like Jodie Whittaker, and he was a sideman, even though I say, why was he not dressed like Matt Smith or David Tennant? Two doctors dancing together. That would be really adorable. Well, I did actually have um, an argument with a Doctor Who fan on Twitter this week. I know I need to get a hobby um, about how I wanted Kevin to was be dressed... Been wrong on the internet? Somebody was wrong on the internet. Um, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted the tango to be a multi-doctor story because I think like Kevin could probably pull off David Tennant's costume or Matt Smith's costume. Uh, but it's... this Doctor Who fan was aghast that two doctors might do a sexy dance together. And so I had to tell them <laughs> about fan fiction. In the end, this was actually a really chaste tango anyway. It was like a sort of a combat tango rather than a smoochy tango. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I have no issue with the combat tango. Like, I, I like the aggression. It doesn't always have to be like... 
this central, passionate, two lovers arguing sort of thing. I, I think it worked. Don't get me wrong. That's more so, the doctor. That's more the doctor and the master, though, than the doctor and themselves. <laughs> See, there's the thing. Why was it she just he dressed like the master? Like, there's so many different things they could have gone where he didn't have to look absolutely ridiculous. But again, Kevin will never say no to looking the most ridiculous on the night, even though he wasn't. But he was close. Never obscure the face. The body paint is the scariest thing you can see on Halloween. I just have the patience to sit in that makeup chair for God knows how long for it. Ah, uh, they've got their phones. They're fine. They're all just on Insta stories, making uh, time lapses of their faces. <laughs> yeah. Um. Speaking of. Dancing a jive that combines some of my least favourite things. Puppets, staticky man-made fibres and flat shoes for dancing. It's Dr. Range and his partner, Jeanette. Continuing the theme of face paint. <laughs> and the rest of him. Range just, he dodged such a bullet. He could have been eliminated from Strictly while dressed as a Swiffer. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the most iconic exit in Strictly history. <laughs> he he did not survive tonight with his dignity intact. And this is a man who already does a song called The Poo Song on the internet. Is it The Poo Song? And yes, it yeah. is. The Poo Song. What? I need to look at this immediately. <laughs> You've got to know what your poo's like to see if you, you know, how healthy you are. Sure. And how you right. go to the toilet and wash and... And Dr. Ranch like, oh, sings... Clarify, this... Uh, this is a CBB's thing, right? I hope really yeah, hope this is CBB's. No, no, it's, okay, good. no, this is this morning. He sings yes. it directly to Piers Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, um, I've broken myself. <laughs> <laughs> Reboot oh. Ellie out I of think, I think era. somewhere in there they did a jive. Really? Yeah, I, I think they were swiftering the... I think he was polishing the Strictly dance floor, actually. Now, I know yes. Emily liked the pyjamas, but I did think child Jeanette was deeply sinister. Yes. And then there were yeah. puppets, which I also find deeply sinister. The whole thing, sinister. The, the VT made me laugh, which, you know, does take a lot, especially on Halloween for a Halloween VT but just the idea of the monster under the bed being like Craig <laughs> there was just so much distraction in that that you know even if there had have been a jive in there you wouldn't have ever noticed it do you know what distracted me during the dance uh, lovely Teresa from DSI tweeted that the person who was working the puppets from under the bed was Trent Whidden as in the oh, pro that he deserves the, more. Oh. Yeah, as in the pro that danced oh. with Pixie Lot. He's still around. Wow. Oh, and God. He, yeah. He's stuck under the bed. <laughs> oh. That's where he's been for the last four years. Oh. He, yeah, got, he got into the prop store. He got stuck and he couldn't get out. Is Oksana down there with him as well? Like the one year pros. They're just oh. all there together. Oksana. A Anya's mm. involved this year for sure. She was um she was the shoes in the advert. Oh, it yeah. is quite nice. You, I think the Strictly family is a bit like the Doctor Who family. Once you're in, you can never leave. Yeah, there's, no, there's some people unless that you burn you all your wish. bridges. Yeah, unless you go out in a blaze of glory, you're stuck there. Yeah, and then you have to go write a column for Hello Magazine or whatever it is that uh, Brendan or, does. Oh, is that what or he's do you dancing doing on ice? Oh. 
I cannot, I still can't wait to see Sarah Alto absolutely shower ice crystals all over James Jordan. Whose dance are we talking about? Ranges. Oh, God, yeah. We just try to blur it out as much as we can because he danced in slippers. They were slippers, right? They were furry slippers. Oh, I mean, they looked comfy. I would wear them around the house on national TV (laughs) doing a jive. Not so much. And again, this is another story of why does the concept always get in the way of Ranges dancing? He's starting, for lack of a better word, starting to look like a joke because he's done one serious dance which went really well but everything else has just been oh look how much fun he's having I just like yeah but oh, I want him to do well I really really do because I love Dr. Ranch as a person and we've you know we've loved him but it's getting serious now it's week six like good people are going to start dropping soon and they need to get serious. I'm getting a bit bored of just the comedy element coming from Raj and Jeanette now. Do you think it's potentially, well, I don't know, like homophobic is probably the wrong way to say it, but like playing into a sort of a cuddly, sexless, adorable gay best friend stereotype. Yeah, because Jeanette, Jeanette and Raj are the, she's, he's his her gay best friend role. It's, it's black and white in my eyes. Someone who's in that LGBT bubble Yes, and I think they have all these ideas. Now they have got someone who's in that demographic. They can easily sell it to him than any other celebrity who's got fragile masculinity, not looking at anyone in particular, who could have gone in full drag this weekend but bottled it. Um, Yeah, I think he's just an easy target to throw all this, because he's just going to, you know... It it comes across like he's a yes man to the producers. Anything they want him to do or wear, he will just jump into because that's strictly... And I don't think he's fully aware of this is actually hurting him in the competition and we actually want him to go far and do well. Is it though? Because I, like the kid vote is actually really important this year, apparently, since we've had minions it, and monsters and things. It will only get him so far and his demographic and his vote is pretty much locked in. I'm pretty sure he's coming top three every single week. But the thing is though, if he sharpens up and becomes serious and gets really good... He could then win over the neutral vote as well, and then he could somehow make himself a contender if he got the judges on his side as well. He has the potential, and he's got Jeanette, who we have seen as a good choreographer, like when he was, she was with Jake, whatever his name was from years ago. So she has the potential as well. It's just being wasted, and that's what's frustrating me. He should have been in the dance-off tonight. I was fully expecting him to be, but yeah, he dodged a massive, giant, furry blue bullet. I, th- I think he's going to get to Blackpool and then his luck will run out. I think Blackpool is his stopping point at this rate. Um, he needs to, he really does need to kind of crack on and dance because because he's got such a, a big and varied um, base that's voting for him. If he keeps coming out with these, in inverted commas, joke routines, people are going to start going, oh, he's always getting through, but he's not actually the best dancer. And the tide's going to turn against him. And I don't want that to happen. I want him to get through on merit, not just because he's on so many different TV programmes. His best routine was the most over-the-top machismo butch thing he's done on the series. He's sambering to George Michael next week. Oh, God. It's going to be Faith, isn't it? He's going to samba to Faith. That's, that's only Samba. That's the one, isn't it? Yeah. That is the one. And the last person to do that was Abby Clancy, and that was really good. So this is... Oh, no. Oh, no. 
I, I want him to do... That's the thing, like, when he had to be serious and couldn't be a joke, he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. He was brilliant in Paso. I... Why are they giving him a samba? Give him a tango or something. Make... Or a waltz. Make him be this elegant gentleman. Because we haven't seen that from him either. We haven't seen his elegant demure side either. And... Unless they think he's going to get that far, I mean, he's going to be like a late bloomer revelation or something, where he's going to have a foxtrot and American Smooth and all these. Oh, he's done the American Smooth, but if he if he survives the samba, he's still got the Charleston in play as well, which will be the week after that, no doubt, because Jeanette will always go for the fun option rather than the serious option. Yeah. Oh, I want him to do well, but like like Anne said, he needs to crack on because I want him to get for on merit, not just because he's got the demographic behind him. Yeah. I know Ranj is a really happy, kind of cheerful, you know, he wants to please people, but I don't want to see a dance where he's that character all the time. I want to see him be different characters. I want to see us, I want to see him surprise us. And if he's doing these happy, shiny dances, it's going to get samey. We know the man's got depth. We want to see them. Yeah. Meg, have you come in on Ranj yet? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you wanna? It, uh, it, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with everyone else. It, it, it does feel a bit like he gets all the themes. He needs to kick it up a notch. Um, I'm just kind of dreading it, to be honest. Do we know what he's doing next? Yeah, he's doing a samba to faith. Oh, I can't swear on this podcast. No. So. no, no, <laughs> Just, no. Do you want to? to. <laughs> I will put like an eagle squawk in over it or something. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. <laughs> like a like a, a horror scream, maybe. Yes, um, well, the sound effects CD is in play, so insert scream. <laughs> Dancing the rumba, and I am still not sure where Aliash was keeping that handful of magical glitter. It's Kate Silverton and her partner, Aliash. My favourite lighting cue in the entire episode was where they went from the blue-toned white spot to the gold-toned white spot and, and automagically made Kate and Aliash come to life. In terms of a rumba, though, I, I got nothing. Mm. I was so disappointed. Mm. I, want such, I wanted such filth and I didn't get it. <laughs> and now Kate is plateauing a little bit in the mid-twenties and I don't know where this is going and I'm... I'm very distressed about the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing is, though, I didn't like the sound effects of, like, the ice cracking when they were moving. I just thought that was not needed, mm. um, personally. I'm pretty sure I have that shirt Aliash has. Just It's just got shorts attached to it. It's just not an open top. I'm pretty sure I have the exact same one. Um, yeah, I don't know where he's hiding that, that handful of glitter either. There were there were moments this was really good. Like she had fluidity and she had moments, but it just lacked attack and conviction also. It's like there were moments where she could have like really gone forward towards Aliash and didn't. And just moments like that. And also this song, as good as it is, again, it's a bit too slow for a run, but it has a really awkward slow beat to it. I... So again, it's more filling the music, which we saw Kate struggle with in the samba. So... I have found Kate's music choices this year to be quite weird. So for her tango, she had that song No Roots by Alice Merton, which I don't even think was a single in the UK. She had the Viennese waltz to a song that 
I'd never heard before last week. And then she had uh, a sort of a beatier single from Rag and Bone Man for her rumba. Like, I feel like these are her personal choices, but I don't know that giving her her personal choices is necessarily the right thing. They're, they're not working. Like, they're, they're good songs. Like, they're enjoyable songs, but when you put them in the dancing element for what she's trying to do, they're not paying off, mainly because of the speed. Like, we said that in Samba. I'm now saying this in the rumba. It's, it's hurting her. And, yeah, I, again, I really want Kate to do well, and she is someone who is doing well in the ballroom. But she needs a breakthrough in Latin, but she's running out of Latin dances. I think she's she got the jive to pass her on the salsa left, I think. And she may even survive to an Argentine tango. True. We need to see that Argentine tango. So we better get that. Absolutely. I'm getting quite fearful for a, for a jive from her, actually. Like, I don't... I, I'm hoping I can even skip that one. But I, it's I'm been worried. a few weeks since... Sorry, it's um the last... I guess good dance like she did was the Jessica Rabbit one, which is a few weeks ago. And I, you know, we need some good ballroom out of her to for her to really stamp, you know, her stamp herself on the competition a little bit because she's been towards the bottom the last few weeks. And I do think she, she, you know, she's got some good routines in her. If Ali Ash can just, you know, get the choreography right and they can have some decent music choices as well. It would be um, nice for her to get having her... such a lovely time. It would be nice for her to get her American Smooth or a Paso Doble next week. Something with a bit yeah. of uh, va-va-voom and power to it. Yeah, I did find it quite strange as well that like all her, like she's been kind of renowned for like doing these really like hot, sexy routines. And then they do an Ice Queen style rumba and it's all very kind of tepid and controlled and placed. And you found that quite strange. I think they should probably have gone down the succubus route. <laughs> So I've been watching the um, the Sabrina Netflix thing this weekend as well. It's rather good. There was just no no pressure through her feet, or you know, there was no kind of movement through her toes and her and her knees and through her hips. And I mean, if she can't do that in a in a rumba, then being able to kind of get the pressure through her foot in a jive to keep her balance is going to be it's not going to happen. So um, hopefully she gets some uh, ballroom next week. I don't think I want to see her do a jive. Did you see that Shirley put a lovely uh, video tutorial that she filmed in her magnificent palatial kitchen of how to do uh, the pressure into the floor on your rumba walks? It was magnificent. Shirley living for this. In a very sparkly Latin heels. (laughs) Shirley Ballas is this year's content queen. (laughs) Hashtag shake it with Shirley, as she put. She's, there's, a, there's a hashtag where she can see all her stuff. And she said she will, on each Sunday, she will share some of her favourites or the best of the response to her tips, as she said. Well, folks, you know what we have to do. Next week, we have to participate. <laughs> of course. I will say this. I've um, been taking notes for your rumba. Ali Ash's face during the critiques next to Tess was gold. I can't remember like, if he was offended or being silly with it, but I just remember him looking slightly annoyed, and I found it really funny for some reason. Like, his face was gold during the critiques of Kate, because I, I, mean, don't, I don't think he was too happy with what they were saying. Our precious cinnamon roll cannot do negative face expressions. He gave it a good go, though. <laughs> Bless him. I had hyped myself up for it. 
and I was disappointed. And I'm kind of surprised that it went through, but... Um, In fact, that's what it was. It was like visiting one of those ice bars. You buy a ticket, yeah. you get excited for it, you dress up special, and then you go and you're just drinking a vodka and Coke somewhere and slightly cold. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say actually about the whole surprise they got through comment. Um, Kate actually had the biggest cheer when she got called safe tonight. I did notice she got a huge reaction inside the arena, which is probably an indicator that she is doing well in the televote. Because she yeah. got a big cheer when she got called. I don't know if that's her or that's because people love Ali Ash's professional or maybe it's a combination of the pair, but she could be up there with the public vote, I feel, judging by that reaction. It just yeah, stuck she, out with me. Yeah, she'll be getting the Ali Ash fans and she will also be getting the um, uh, the people who like to vote for a woman who is slightly older and feeling herself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we didn't mention talking about the BBC news readers. Moira Stewart, why has she never done it? Too much dignity. Vastly <laughs> <laughs> too much dignity. We say she's reading out the teas and she's dressed like a vampire. Was it a vampire? Oh, she was dressed <laughs> like... Horns. She was um, looking she like a sort of horns. a Satanist lady that lunches in that caftan. It was marvellous. <laughs> Does she still do the news? Is she still on the BBC? Or is she just like kept in storage now? Because I haven't seen her in years. I think the news has gone downhill since Moira Stewart stopped doing it. I've not seen, I, I watch BBC News a lot because newsreaders, and um, no, I've not seen her for a while, but I've also not seen Kate doing, Kate's not done BBC Breakfast in a long time, which has made me very sad. Kate and Alish might be dancing on thin ice, getting past Blackpool though. I think they, I think they will get to Blackpool, I'm just not sure they will get any further. Yeah, we're now at that point where Blackpool you know, we've had people have made it to Halloween. We are now getting rid of the next set. People who have no chance of making it to the final who will be gone before Blackpool. Yeah. And Kate, I'm afraid, probably is in that group along with Lauren, Graham, Range. Yeah. I mean, I'd like her to get to Blackpool, but I don't think she'll get any further than Blackpool. Well, we shall have to see what comes up next. For the lovely, delicious Kate. Dancing the American smooth and becoming the latest victim of the strictly fog of doom. It's Danny John Jules and his partner, Amy. Bit of a missed opportunity, I guess. I liked the opening, like the only proper use of a fog of doom is to emerge from it sepulchrally. Um... Didn't quite do the entrance like uh, Ukrainian Eurovision representative Melovine did at the start of his performance, where he was essentially uh, emerged from a piano on a spring-mounted arm. It would have been nice to see Danny do that, but what we got was okay. <laughs> the one what? leg rising. <laughs> you yeah. don't you don't come back from the dead all in one piece, you see. Yeah, I, I know. It was. I mean, I suppose a dancer would come foot first. I actually don't remember this dance, and I have watched it several times because of that. Because the opening was so striking in contrast to anything else about it? Yeah, that's about it. Like, after the opening, my brain just goes, nope, that was it. Done now. Which is sad. Yeah. This one also had some uh, choreography you could have quoted, because the Doctor and the Medics version does have... Oh, yeah. 
I know. Doctor and oh. the medics. Oh. I mean, it would be nice to um, critique the, the footwork, but there was so much <laughs> fa- fog, dry ice. I mean, was that on purpose or... Anne, do you think this is a do you, do you think this is a oh, dancing show? Anne? I, you I know, don't know. I, I do try and get something out of it. I do try and you know look for the even my husband got annoyed that there was so much fog. It's a musical soap I know, opera with frogs. I Anne. know. I'm now slash like EastEnders with them all in ball gowns, like running through the square after each other. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Singing. <laughs> no, wait, sorry, that, they do that in Children in Need. Sorry, that's for me do that. Yeah, I completely forgot this dance. Like, this was the most forgettable for me, and I actually thought Danny could have been in the dance-off because it was so forgettable, and it's just easy to slip into there. When there's a three-way tie at the bottom, it's very mm. easy just to fall in there. And I was questioning it for the entire dance until they explained why Amy was in man's shoes, but then they mentioned she injured her ankle, and it's like, okay, makes sense, because you can't really wear heels when you've got a dodgy ankle. It's not advised. But... Yeah, it just, it just, I didn't get anything, I didn't get their concept, I didn't get what the, the, the song of it, like, it's just, it was like the producers went, well, this is something Halloween-y and death, this is, and like, they sort of, like, sort of like glued together, and you could they see like it was like slowly tipping over, and they were just wanting Danny maybe just to like hurry up so they could move on and we wouldn't think about it. Mm. You know, if you've left it until actual afternoon of the 31st of October to come up with your Halloween costume and you have to go digging around in the bin. It it was really just, they were the last in line. They had nothing else. So they threw everything and sort of stuck to the wall and went, that's it. (laughs) It wasn't good. And then Bruno goes and gives it a nine. And I, at which point I did spit out my drink and shout, what's at the TV? (laughs) Like, I don't normally get like, animated what she's strictly but even though I had to kind of just go Bruno maybe you need another week off uh, and actually get a dancing judge in instead of Alfonso but what the American smooth is supposed to be it's supposed to be one of your big cards it's supposed to be one of your spectaculars <laughs> it just it, yeah. it just didn't and especially after his jive last week which they didn't reference at all in his VT like it never happened that like he got the first 10 of the series which I found that peculiar Mm. It's almost like he wasn't supposed to get it. Yes. <laughs> it was a mistake. Now, I was going to say, I just found it funny that like, you also had a bloke, probably some poor lad more experience, who got paid to sit in a closet and roll a pumpkin past Danny and Amy in the, in the training room. I found that hysterical to see this pumpkin roll across the floor. <laughs> I don't know why I found it funny, but like this pumpkin just rolling along the floor just made me chuckle. You do all sorts <laughs> when you're a runner. I mean, each I think I find myself on the pod each week when I just find Danny and Amy really blah, and it's another week like that. I wish I could have come on and spoken to them about their jive, um, which I did think was really fab, and I thought, oh, maybe I can quite like this couple. But again, it was just back to the kind of forgettable. And I d- I'm starting to think, is it maybe Amy's choreography? Um, and I thought Danny himself was very stilted, quite robotic. Mm. Um, but I did think it was very interesting. They didn't make much fuss about that ten. Um, when when you did the the extra podcast with the um, the two cynics one about you know the the cues for the audience and you know what is and isn't said mm. that was very interesting that they didn't make much fuss about that. I just wish I could kind of shake Danny sometimes and say just just stop and breathe through it. You don't have to give it 
100% all the time because I think that's why he gets quite stilted and quite um, kind of jilted and stiff. I just want him to kind of relax and, you know, he's very pernickety with his fingers and his and his wrists. And I just, oh, you know, just loosen up a little bit. You know, you don't have to give it 100% from start to finish. If he relaxes, he's got every other gentleman contestant beat mm. hands down. Yeah. He is one of those, I think, if he ends up, if and when he ends up in the dance, or if he's going to have some kind of existential crisis and, like, you know, really question everything and go on It Takes Two and just have a bit of a breakdown. Um, not understand why. Bit, a bit more Charles Venn. I, I think the dance-off will... I think he may only have one dance-off because I think if he falls into it, he'll get so in his head and then... It, it could do more damage than good because then he'll get so in on himself for every little detail of the first time round, it will just completely muck his head instead of going out there clear-headed and just doing what he can, which is what you need to do in a situation of a dance-off. Being in one last week in my composition, I can attest to that. <laughs> you just need to go out there, do your <laughs> best and see what happens. But I don't, I don't see that as, as Danny as that sort of person. He just seems so... He comes across as such a perfectionist it's getting in the way. He needs to just breathe and just enjoy it one week. At the moment, the problem I'm having with Danny is that he's he's quite he's not really engaging. I mean, Charles Venn engages via affirmations. He has so much to bring to the show. Uh, but but I don't know. Danny spends a lot of time, I think, at the moment, sort of sitting back and letting it just flow past, which might also, I think, be coming out and is dancing a bit at the moment. Is he maybe thinking he's a bit too cool for it? Maybe. Mm. I mean, at the end of tonight's show, like in the little like credit bit, I think he was basically like, he was like, I don't, I know nothing about next week's dance. Um, and he was, he was trying to be like, I like to be surprised, but it was like, it was like the opposite of I like to be surprised. The mouth said those words. It was, I know nothing and yeah. care nothing. The mouth said the words, but the yeah. eyes said. <laughs> I'm done. Dumb jewels, get me out of here. Well, um. I well, yeah. I mean, maybe it is just like maybe it's not what he wanted to do after all. But yes, we shall see. Maybe he's having a Latin next week. He's still yet to do a salsa, a samba, or a rumba, and the the. Uh, Ooh, the threat of couple's choice hanging over us all the again. It's very hard for the man. Yeah. Especially hmm. a spiky man. <laughs> he could probably do quite a good Charleston, yes. though. Yeah. I think there's a good Charleston in there. But anyway, have a... Have a... We hope you've enjoyed your day off, Danny. Now get back to it. And uh, let's see something next week. Dancing the Charleston, while somehow becoming one with puffball mushrooms, it's Ashley Roberts and her partner, Pasha. Right, you know when we complain about theming? <laughs> yes. this, this is exhibit A through E of how to make it very difficult to see a very what good dance. What producer's acid like, fever dream was this? Like, oh my good lord, like, where do we start? deciphering this well apparently apparently it was another movie week yeah. off cut it was something yeah. to do was with it? the trolls movie yes didn't apparently. get that at all 
But, uh, this, I have so many questions. I mean, first and foremost, they needed Ashley to start getting 10s from this week on. So, of course, they give her Pasha's staple dance, which he's done well with every single celebrity he's been given. He's got two 40s of a Charleston, so of course he was going to do well with Ashley in the Charleston, because it's Pasha's dance on Strictly. Even even with a belly. Even with a massive belly. And the thing a that terrifying I, costume. And, you know, yeah. I, I hate to say it, but... As a concept, I didn't I didn't enjoy this because also they used Witch Doctor, which obviously he's been used before. The vocal arrangement was identical as to when Lisa and Robin did it a few years ago on Halloween week. Like it's pitch identical. They could have like literally just had a soundboard over the top of it with the back and with the singers miming. And obviously, yeah, it didn't help that she was in a mushrooms thing and he had a belly, but they didn't actually touch hands for like the first 45 seconds of their well, routine. Well, they couldn't because she but was it's... wearing a foot-wide skirt and he had a giant belly. That, that's a slight problem in a childhood or in a couple's competition. That's not they look like two soloists competing against each other. And, uh, yeah, it was uh... another thing where the costumes made them not a matched pair as well. It was just, it was just a weird concept, a weird story arc. Um, the only plus out of it is that we didn't see Ashley's roots this week which was nice. Instead, we had her in a bubblegum wig. Uh, I'm fuming about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I, let, let it all out, Vicky. Let it uh, all out. <laughs> Breathing into a paper bag right now. <laughs> this was supposed to be a highlight. I just didn't feel it, though. Like it, it Obviously, it was good. But and uh, I never felt in the way that the costumes weren't particularly matchy. Like maybe I'm just not remembering this right, but I just didn't get that really sharp side by side Charleston feel. Do, am I totally like hallucinating? No, it was very. It was a very fluid Charleston. Yeah. Like their arm movements were very fluid. It wasn't like bang bang bang. It was like, bit, yeah. It wasn't the most like. For lack of a word, spiky, I guess. Yeah, it was like, it staccato. Was yeah, it? that's the word, yeah. It wasn't Istanbul, not Constantinople. Yeah. <laughs> it was nowhere near that. Oh, no, we can't even compare it to that. That's an iconic Charleston, which I yeah. love. Can we talk about Pasha's acting in the VT? Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I loved it so much. <laughs> he tries so hard. <laughs> I think oh, and Ashley it, was just merrily going along with it and it was just adorable and then the way he just deadpan at the end he was like I told her not to drink it <laughs> I, I want to be on that bus where Ashley Roberts just Charleston's onto the bus could you just imagine a bloke on your normal commute and you see just like really happy excitable girl Charleston on a bus <laughs> I'd be like okay what's going on here then thinking back to their training footage on it takes two I was like borderline excited about a Charleston, which is not in character for me because I thought it just looked clean and neat and sharp. And obviously they were going to mess it up with the costuming and everything. Oh, it's so cross. Uh, so much got in the way. So much got in the way of that becoming a brilliant dance. And the, the one thing that really hacked me off were her shoes. Because she couldn't actually get up onto her heels when she did that balance. And, and, and on some swivels, she just couldn't because they were sticking. 
Converse is oh, an idiot thing to wear for a Charleston. Stupid. They don't. They don't swivel. No, like, they they've got. And there's no flexibility in your ankle to go kind of forwards and backwards. You can do a bit side to side, but then the sole is getting in the way. So she should have just done it in, you know, you know, she could have done it in ballet shoes. It would have looked better. Or just shorter converse. She had the she had the high top converses on, which yeah, yeah got to past her ankle. So yeah. of course she couldn't get any swivel because and the thing is like they couldn't even try and hide the converse because the logo was right there on the mm. shoe. It was blatantly obvious. But the converse were there for sort of costume reasons. This was the costuming actually getting in the way of yeah. their ability to perform the dance. Look, well, they're in, they're gonna be in the final. Well, if they make the final, because I'm still not sure about her. They will do it again, but obviously they won't have the time to be all stupidly done up like that. So hopefully they'll have a different outfit on and we'll actually be able to see a proper routine from them. Or their couple's choice will be like a theatre Charleston routine so we can see a proper Charleston from them. Because I I, I want to understand why it's got tense, but there's just so much blocking it, which I have to get through first to kind of go, oh yeah, there was a dance going on as well. Because I couldn't tell you how good her footwork or anything was because I just don't remember it. It I... wasn't that good. <laughs> there we go then. <laughs> it wasn't you. awful. It wasn't awful. She did all the steps. It was full of steps, but they weren't completed brilliantly because A, the shoes, and B, you know, she had a stupid dress on and Pasha looked like a pregnant man. <laughs> <laughs> At least, at least we know Ashley Roberts and Kimberly Wyatt are two different people because she was in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so we know we're not the same person anymore. Yeah. She still hasn't subbed in Kimberly for a week yet, which we were fully oh, no. expecting because no one can tell the difference. <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger looking the least happy to be anywhere. I've seen I've seen people on trial in the Hague look more pleased to be there. <laughs> or, as, or as my friend said, she's got nothing to do now. She's not an X Factor, so she had a three Saturday night. So she went down there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's Did anyone notice she wasn't in the audience for the results show, though? No. <laughs> Did she run? She just couldn't be bothered. Sad. It's like. I've seen my song get played. I've got that royalty money. I'm off. Yeah. She had a dinner reservation. It's fine. Right. Okay. I think we've finished um, like dragging that one. <laughs> Dancing a Viennese waltz with a story about how women will eventually turn on you if you treat them like objects. It's Sean Walsh and his partner, Katya. Oh. I would have quite liked to have seen this routine danced by somebody who could count to three without moving their lips. Yes. I would like to dance by someone who could count to three and stay on the beat of three as well. My God, his timing was th- dreadful. It was off from the word go. <laughs> I never got it back. Has he, has he managed to get away with uh, not having any noticeable timing before because everything else was 4-4 four, four and you can sort of fake uh, it and it's just that 3-4 yeah, is just... No, you can't hide that. His timing actually hasn't been that bad with the other dancers, but this one was glaringly obvious, especially in the Viennese, when the orchestra, as Craig said, the downbeat and the timing in Viennese is so obvious in the Viennese, you can't really have an excuse for being off because you can hear it. Re- like Once you hear it, it's there. And in that Screaming Jay Hawkins arrangement of I Put a Spell on You as well, the yeah, orchestra is dun, literally dun, 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 yeah. honking like, the beat at you. Like, there's no excuse. Like... Uh, this this just I love the idea I love the concept and the ending where the doll took over 
I loved that idea. And again, that's a credit to Katia for being so clever. The thing that really made me want to jump through the TV and basically punch Sean is A, his timing, and B, he talked to Katia like they were having a Sunday dinner the entire time through that dance-off, and he gave up. He completely gave up in that dance-off tonight, and that angers me more than anything. You could see it. He just didn't care. Like, when he was on his own, and the, like, the things of his body and everything, it was nowhere near the same as with the Saturday Yeah, night. he was just walking it's it like, through. It's but, like he, it's like he knew, right, my, my stint on this show with this scandal has ran out, the public don't want me here anymore, what's the point in trying? The judges don't like me, there's no point. And it's just, I find that insulting to Catcher as well. Like, how... I'd be furious if I was the pro. Yeah, Katya just did, did seem really, really just weary in her exit speeches. They seemed over it, and it's just, it's just a fence. Like, if I was a pro and my celebrity had just given up in the dance, if I would have stopped and said, what's the point? Like, she, they don't want to do it. And Vic is at home <laughs> on the sofa in her, in her fluffy slippers going, you kicked me out so you could have one more week of this. Fools, fools. <laughs> yeah, I... I wanted to like this Viennese. I wanted to like them. You know, he did have some good dances, but he just, oh, it was just, it was just an, an embarrassing, awkward way to leave. Like, he'd be left and actually tried. And it's like, okay, you lost out to a better dancer and this just wasn't your dance. Fine. But he gave up and that just irks me more than anything. And it's just a shame that that is the last of Sean and Strictly. Because I wanted him to at least go out on some sort of high, but he went, through the floor halfway to China. No, he went out, no dignity, in comedy lederhosen. <laughs> Meg, 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 what do you think uh, of the Strictly's biggest likability deficit this year? It's, it's over. <sighs> oh, that was painful. We can get back to normal. <laughs> no more wholesomeness. Oh, Whatever normal is. I just, I think he had... He had a high point, and that was the Matrix. And then, in scandal aside, his dancing just went... It just fell off the cliff, basically. It made a cartoon cliff-falling noise. Well, to be honest, it, like he took a job... He took a job that he thought would keep him busy until Christmas, lead to increased bookings next year and probably like a BBC Two quiz show or something. And instead, he has largely destroyed his career with it. Um, let's just say I won't, I'm playing the world's saddest song on the world's tiniest violin for him right now. And... How big is the violin that you have? Yeah, I can't even be bothered to get the violin out. That big, really. Um, violin schmiling. Um, oh, he. Do, do you know what? There were a lot of things going against Sean in that dance. First thing is, I, I still, even though I should probably know, I still don't know why he was in that lederhosen. Um, it, that just was the weirdest costume ever. Because yeah, he was some Geppetto dealio, yeah. and apparently yeah, that's Geppetto well-known is Italian. Italian. Yes, um, yes, it is. Some of it, yeah. Some of, the some of Italy's near the Alps. Of it. um, but also, I mean, for most of that dance, I was looking at Catcher being a, a brilliant doll, and um, just her isolations and her face and. 
just the way she was moving was just brilliant. So most of my time, I wasn't even looking at him. Um, and he just, he had no rise and fall. He couldn't get the timing. Uh, I'm actually um, more surprised that he got enough votes to be bottom tied. How that happened, I do not know. He shouldn't have been anywhere near tied at the bottom with the others. He should have been at least three or four points less than what he actually got. They do seem to have decided that, like, four is about the the minimum you can the give somebody. Part is, like, technically, this wasn't his worst dance from the scoring point of view. This was his worst dance. Like, this is worse mm. than the jive. At least the jive was entertaining. At least the jive, he sold it. And, you know, he had some moments. And, yes, the Matrix dance was amazing. We, all, we can never take that away from him. This was just flat-footed, dull, uninspired from him. He just... And it was, it was just bleh. It was just a big bucket of meh. It was perfunctory. It was a placeholder. It was a contractual obligation Viennese oh. waltz. Uh, no, I was just, yeah, agreeing with, yeah, perfunctory is, is an excellent word. I was just going to say I've never seen anyone look so done. And, like, given the given the kind of uh, dark circle makeup, in addition to, like, just how done he was with the whole situation didn't really help. Like, you know, Katia's turning up, doing a nice routine for him, putting on the nice dress, the nice makeup, but it was just not going to happen. And I feel like they weathered the scandal storm week really well with the Charleston. And then I feel like it just got to them. And, yeah, um, it's just a shame for Katia more. Like, I, I, I can't say I'm, I'm sad for him. My violin is, is rather on the small side, too. I I hope that this isn't the last that we see of Katya and Neil on the show. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think so. I think this whole thing will die down. And then we can't take away that she is one of the most fantastic choreographers on the show alongside OT, hence why the stance-off was brutal from that aspect. We were losing a choreography talent one way or another tonight in OT or Katya. I think they will be back next year. I just, oh, it's just so frustrating. But don't worry, we still got the incredibly awkward Leavers interview tomorrow night to look forward to. Oh, oh boy. Oh, <laughs> oh, Popcorn.gif. Sorry. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, I don't know if anyone saw, but there's rumours that like Neil is going to partner Caroline Flack on the Christmas special. Yeah. Rumours. Rumours on the Daily Mail, so take... <laughs> whatever you want to take so with. somebody's going to dance with somebody on the Christmas special I'm glad that we're yes <laughs> <laughs> spoiler there may, there may be dancing in the Christmas show we're not sure no. yet <laughs> well it's not always guaranteed is it so no. I, I am going to be so soused in slow gin by that point on Christmas day that it won't matter either way <laughs> Dancing a jive that would have had a proper Rocky Horror audience yelling, Virgins! It's Charles Venn and his partner, Karen. The biggest bottling ever. Oh. Can I start on this? <sighs> oh, if you're mm. I have two major issues with this routine. 
Firstly, it's rock a Rocky Horror Pitch Show. We all know the outfits. Yes, you're playing Riff Raff, but we all know the outfits. You commit to it. You, at least you have suspenders or some. If not, you get the fishnet tights out because who doesn't look great in fishnet tights? Secondly, he's got ha- a nice pair of legs on him. He should have had the hot pants on. Exactly. Mm. Use them. You know, you're an actor. You've probably done more, you know, humiliating things than you know when you first started out acting. Let's be let's be real here. Secondly, the time warp. Half of your routine is sorted with that chorus. Don't do a cack-handed mishmash. I want to do this step, then I'll ignore this part of the song yeah. of an iconic dance. And that's on Karen. Like, put your hands on your hips, not grab your partner's hips and thrust towards each other because that was weird. Oh, I just, oh, it was just like, Karen, Karen was like, why have I got the time warp? I don't want to do this dance. I hate this dance, but I'll do it my own unique way. And that just annoyed me beyond all belief. It's like, no, rule one, when you get a dance which has an iconic routine to it, you do it. No matter if you like it or not, you do it. And I just, my highlight of this routine was, the first line I put was, I want those chairs from the VT because they looked really, fa- they looked really comfy and fancy. Elliot, I, once again, we turn to the annals of most damning Strictly Dance reviews ever. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'll say, sorry, it was... They had it given to them on a plate, and they literally just like yeah. took it, flipped the table over, and walked out. <laughs> if I'd have brought toast, I wouldn't have thrown it at the screen, I would have just eaten it. It wasn't even worth it. <laughs> it, was just, yeah. it was so infuriating. Oh. Meg, you've been to a few... You've been to a few audience participation showings in your time. How did it? How did this rank for you? Um, <laughs> he didn't dream it. He didn't no, be it either. I, I probably would have had a little nap if this had been an audience participation show. I, he's, he's not getting a pass now on affirmations or talking in the third person. I was going to give him passes. Not happening now. You're giving him a pass beforehand? No, I was going to, ah. <laughs> but that was just, uh, yeah, like like it said, I mean, you've got, the choreography for that song is so iconic, and then to just do those weird things, and, and slightly out of sync as well, because I think by the, Very. by the time they'd done the weird grabbing each other's hips and thrusting at each other, they were already like two instructions before pelvic thrusts that would drive you insane. I was just like, ah, no. I think half the V... Sorry, half the VT was Karen saying, these are the steps we're going to have to do. You take a jump to the left, and then, like, why have that as your VT when you're not going to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just so many questions. Also, I made an an actual serious point is that he was... He had too much energy in his shoulders. He was, like, shrugging a lot, but he had all the energy, so he needs to put that further down his body. In Latin. It was all up in the shoulders. I in that. this routine, they really built up the antici patient, and then they didn't deliver. <laughs> I wonder where you're going with that. I thought you might cut out. <laughs> no, I knew what she was doing. I, I was didn't. just wondering how long she was going to hold it for. <laughs> you can't have too many seconds of dead air. Basically, uh-huh. for this dance, I kind of refer back to what I said with Thriller is that if you do too much of it, you get damned. And if you don't do enough of it, you get damned. And they they did it but wrong, which is just unacceptable. And in the wrong timing, consistently, 
oh, no, 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 no. And it also made me think of um, Bad Summer Holidays, dancing to this and um, Agadu, which wasn't a good memory. <laughs> oh, not God, and not I even, um, and the other one, Superman. When thoughts yes. of black lace come unbidden <laughs> to your mind, you know you're having a real yes. bad time. It was. <laughs> okay. Uh, Vicky, have you got anything sensible to say about I'm this? Sensible. I'm not sure about that, but I, the only kind of technical point I know, other than the timing, was that he just didn't point his feet. And I don't know whether he just, that was like an on-the-night thing, but how do you not correct that as a, as a professional, as a, as a teacher? I don't understand. It just really bothered me because his retractions were quite good, I thought, but just he didn't. It was just flappy feet on the end, which was very, very frustrating. Um, I've noticed a lot of flappy feet this year. Ugh, don't get me started. Because those not real shoes don't help, even though I think mm. he had shoes on. But mm-hmm. um, And what else was going to... Oh, I just... This, this dance just brought back memories of the... I think superior in different ways, Michelle Williams and Brendan Cole version <laughs> with Brendan in his skull cap, which I, I, I looked, I looked that up. That was better. <laughs> Who was the last time walk dance? Was it Kirstie and Brendan? Did they do a time walk or was it Jamelia? I know both of them had... I'm just bringing up the list It's been used a few times, I know it um, has. The list that we use is at ultimatestrictly.com. They are absolutely amazing. I, I know a time walk normally ends you up in the dance-off. I know that much, because it hasn't been a good dance for the two people that have done it prior, which I'm pretty sure was Kirsty who got eliminated, and Jamelia, who was in the dance-off on Halloween. Kirsty wouldn't have done it if she was with Brendan as well, would she? I don't remember her doing Hang it. Hang on. I'm sure she Hang did. on. Uh, Hang on. Hang out. on. Was- <laughs> Control F. Time warp. Right. Three time warps have been performed in the history of Strictly. Michelle and Brendan, Jamelia and Tristan, and Charles and Karen. Tristan. Oh, I was wrong. God. Well done, Elliot. Tristan. <laughs> Tristan was the one that looked like he was the sort he was gonna be the new bad boy, but mainly it just looked like yeah. he was standing at the back going, Oh my god, what am I doing? Tristan was too adorable to be the bad boy. He was a charming Irish man. Yeah. <laughs> he was no one got his ex- extremely dry sense of humour. and I, I just It was never quite appreciated for Strictly. No. <laughs> yeah, it, Strictly is a bit too... Um, Obvious. Yeah. You, I'm trying to think of somebody who's ever really been sarky on Strictly and had it work. Yeah, Strictly's no, exactly. It's just not the, the right d- platform, is it? definition of earnest. Like I think Sophie Ellis Baxter might have gotten away with being arch, but she, that's not exactly sarky, is it? Strictly is very literal when we think about it, because sarcasm hasn't landed like once. So it's a very literal program. It feels like. Well, I think like when Anton's jokes fall flat, that's him doing sarcasm and it not working. That's just Anton being Anton. And it's just annoying. I'm trying to give Anton <laughs> the benefit when, when... of the doubt. When you do sarcasm on Strictly as well, you've also got Tess Daly responding to you and she doesn't know how to respond to it, so that just blocks it. Yeah, sarcasm isn't in her hard drive. It, yeah, exactly. She needs a firmware Does not update. compute the sarcasm. <laughs> she needs a new plugin. It just says... <laughs> it was like when Sean said um, in his exit speech, oh, you know, the last few weeks have not been that great, kind of sarcastically, and she just blank face it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no one laughing the audience. It's like, oh come on! Like, even I would chuckle a bit at that. 
Yeah. I wonder if Tess thinks she's personally responsible if anything like off cue happens. Like she hasn't personally signed the forms. <laughs> the producers signed them. Tess will be fine. Will. <laughs> yeah, well. Nobody blames you, Tess. No. You can't help how you're programmed. Dancing the couple's choice musical theatre that's a crossover between Funny Bones, Sunglasses at Night and The Human Centipede, it's Fetosa and her partner, Giovanni. I liked this, but it was uh, Britain's Got Talent, not Strictly. Yeah, and what this was, what does Fever have to do with Halloween? Um, Nothing. What does Fever have to do with Skellingtons? Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a show dance. I mean... I loved it. It was a very sexy, sexy artistic show dance, but it was a show dance. Also, I never knew Giovanni to be so good at being sassy with doing, with doing head rolls in his hips. He's extremely sassy. It, it was. I both of them were giving it the full fossy. Um, I just. It just seems at ninety degrees to Strictly. Yeah, but. But we. Is that what Strictly wants? This is what we do now, apparently. I mean, you know, all jokes aside, this was a fantastic, you know, fabulous routine and, you know, credit to the pair of them because this was fantastic. It just irks me even more that this actually tied for the top when it should have been the clear winner um, when we compare Faye and Ashley's routines. Yeah, this was just really good. But if they do it again, I don't think they're going to do it in the final because then it would just be another show dance because the couple's choice is effectively your show dance in one of three categories, which are very broad categories because, like Craig said... With theatre, you can do anything and everything. You've got jazz, you've got tap, you've got so much that classes as theatre now. You know, the sky is the limit. As, as Tess said, no rules. So it's, it's effectively, you're doing a show dance in week six, not week 12. There's no, like, proper metal musicals. There's nothing where, like, you could have a really good mosh and call that a theatre routine. Why hasn't anybody done a proper metal musical? I'm sure, you know, there's a theatrical... There's, there's a bat out of hell. That's not metal, though. That's sort of classic rock. I know, but that's, that's about as close as you I, can I get. Wonder if it, I wonder if this is something I would have to go to Finland for. I, lo- I... I really, really love this. Um, yeah, I love this. Um, it, it's really weird, because when I did kind of... When I went to dancing school, when I was like in 7, 8, 9, 10, like... We just did Bob Fosse. I'd, we didn't realise that's what we were doing. That's just, we you know we we used to do you know all that jazz and you know all those kind of musicals and that's what we do in our competitions and you know it was just the normal done thing. Um, and it was only like when you actually look at everything and you go, oh, that that's why it's like this and that's why it's all bent over and that's why he does all these things and and so I'm really ingrained in that style of dance. So I was always going to love this. Um, and I think with Faye, it was always going to be done well. Um, although at the very, very beginning, it, it with her, the way she was dressed and her ponytail and her makeup reminded me of the Lady Gaga video. Um, I was going to say Born this. This Way? Yeah. And yeah, um, I would have liked to have seen a bit more gaga in it i know that's not theater but it would have been nice to have had something a bit more um uh, what's that not vulgar um grotesque 
it, it was a bit neat. Even yeah, it even was even dress controlled, yeah, wasn't even it? dress. It would have been nice to have gone a bit more extreme, um, but I was always going to love it. I loved it too. I um, I was wanting Faye to have a breakout dance, and you know where she'd really emerge from the crowd. And for me, it just had, it had so much more finesse than anything Ashley's done. And I think it's really she really, you know, emerged as not just as good as Ashley, but better. Um, technically, it was so much. It was really tight. I mean. It didn't. It wasn't wrapped up in the concept that Ashley had. So I don't know, but I, I just really loved it. I thought it was great. The only thing that confused me is that we had this very wholesome, sweet VT about her son and, you know, life after steps to her basically being, for lack of a better term, sex on legs for a minute, for 90 seconds. <laughs> Filler. <laughs> the couple's choice VT is just going to be your personal uh, X Factor sob story, though. True. <laughs> but it was just like, I oh, just love really wholesome VT, and then it's like, and now this, and then in the results show, back to your wholesomeness with your son after you've just done that. <laughs> Dancing the Foxtrot and finally becoming the young adult novel vampire boyfriend of all of our dreams, it's Joe Sugg. And I really liked this one. I am starting to not be at the point where I'm going to begrudge Joe the win that he's going to get. Anne? Um, I mean, he's, I mean, he's perfectly good in hold. I really, I really like him in hold. He's got a good frame. Um, and he was able to show that with all the kind of ins and outs um, in the routine because, you know, that could have looked uh, really, really messy. Um and I also think that um, it was one of the least Halloween-y um, routines of the night, which is not necessarily a bad thing. I think, you know, the fact that it could have worked without all of the gubbins going on with his face and the... Was it a waltzer? Yeah, it was a waltzer. Uh, um, going on, it would have worked perfectly fine as, as a kind of normal bog-standard no theme week routine um the the other thing that uh, start I, i've started to notice is that last week joe was on after the big camp stacy routine and this week he was straight after whiz bang thank you ma'am Faye routine and i just wonder whether they just think they'll stick him on after that because they know he's going to get the votes anyway yeah, Joe is immune to memory holding. Yeah. Uh, so memory holding is the technique where you put somebody on after the big showy number. And if you want to get rid of them, uh, people will still be talking about the dance before and too busy to notice them. But yeah, because Joe's uh, vote is entirely independent of how he dances, you can put Joe wherever. Yeah, the running order's never going to hurt him, which is probably why he's never closed a show either, because he, he doesn't need the, the added win for you get of closing a show. He might... Like, unless, unless there's like five or six left, he, he doesn't need it mm. right now. To close. He doesn't need to be a show closer. When we get towards the end of the contest, and they are going to have to start ramping it up so that it looks plausible that he will beat Ashley and Faye to the win, they're going to have to start ramping it up a bit. Yeah, but the only thing... 
Halloween leading into this was that the song was called Young Blood, and because there was blood in the title, they went Halloween. Um, yeah, I agree with Anne. Like, you could have stripped the whole back. You could have just done a foxtrot next week to this song, and it wouldn't have made a blind bit of notice. He wasn't boxed in by the Halloween theme. He's improved his posture and his frame so much, and yeah, you know, he's he's doing well. But again, it just comes back to my thing of. He looked like he enjoyed it more this week, but again, Halloween is a very character-driven week. So even if they just have to make up these characters for Joe each week so he can get into a mindset of, you know, being something else and not thinking about it too much, they should just do that because you could just see he wasn't stressing about it this week. And that's what was really nice to see. Yeah, and Diane's really looking after him. I don't think she gives him anything that is too scary to do. Uh, she just pushes him enough each week. Yeah, I'm really pleasantly surprised by Dan's teaching. Actually, I, I mean, I didn't really have her in. I didn't hadn't marked her card at all. But I, yeah, I think she's pitching it just right for him. Although I just am finding his ballroom competent, but a little bit forgettable. But like you say, it doesn't really matter when he, when or where he goes in the show. He's still going to get the vote. So all good for Joe. His uh, YouTube views are back up. Last week they took a dip, but he's back up to the staggeringly consistent 357,000 YouTube views in 24 hours, which is a lot. What's everyone else getting? Um, So Giovanni and Faye and Ashley and Pasha got 116,000 each. And then it's down to Kevin and Stacey at 85,000. The lowest is 20,000. And that was Kate and Aliash. I think your four finalists are uh, marked already then. Yes, I think we know what is going to happen. (laughs) Let's just drag it out for another six weeks though, yeah? (laughs) There's plenty to talk about. In fact, I ended up doing a bit of investigative journalism about the history and origins of the song Witch Doctor this week. So you can't say that Strictly doesn't occasionally throw up something interesting. Dancing the Paso Doble and looking authentically furious to be dancing with a jerkin-wearing oik in bad extensions is Lauren Steadman and her partner, AJ. AJ, I will never get tired of dragging your extensions. He looks like a terrible Legolas cosplayer. He it just... He, he was. He was a boy dressed as a man, and it was just he wasn't, weird. He wasn't filling that jerkin out. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Oh man, saucer of milk for table number two, please. And also, can we also say, we were right about the comedy VCs where AJ's like, we're going to do apple bobbing, and Lauren's like, why aren't we training? Like, and her face with Des is like, why are we doing this? I want to be in the training room. Why are we doing this? Get me out of here. Anyone. Blink twice for help. <laughs> she, like, that was a waste of time in her eyes. You could see it. Yeah, it was a waste of time. It was a waste of time in everybody's eyes. Just but, the most expensive entertainment show on the BBC does the cheapest VTs. It's beautiful. It's, it's thanks to the magic of how the BBC is funded. We call this sorry. entertainment. Meg... As unimpressed as she was by having to bump for apples, she actually got one, and I don't think AJ did. There was a lot of crap apple bobbing. Crap yeah. apple. Crap, crap, <laughs> crap apple bobbing um, uh, this week. Because Did you see on Friday It Takes Two? Um, yes. Yes. I thought Kevin was doing very well. I mean, he, he that was a nasty trick he was playing with the whole 
taking them out of his bowl and dropping them in the next one along. Well, you know, all's fair in, uh, in crap apple bobbing. <laughs> it's, it's just a shame because obviously AJ looked stupid, for lack of a better word, and Lauren looked amazing. Lauren looked uh, so fierce. It was wonderful. She, I mean... She looked absolutely stunning, and she did an amazing job as well with her passo. Like being serious, like we said, we wanted her to do like a tango or passo because it would suit her character, and it, and it did. She just basically got to look really, really annoyed and angry at AJ for ninety seconds, and effectively kill him at the end of the dance. Just get it all out, love. Get it all out. <laughs> there was no acting involved at all. It's just how she's really feeling. Whilst the Carl Scherzer is just sat, sat there counting her royalty checks, just like, yep, my song's now played to 12 million people. Imagine, Sweet. Ima- <laughs> imagine being one of our lovely Strictly band singers, knowing that Nicole is in the audience there and you're just going to give it your best shot. Although you're doing it live sans autotune, and I don't know that Nicole ever did. I mean, it sounded pretty close to the original, but Ooh. a part of me did. A part of me did expect like Nicole Scherzinger just to walk on, like snatch the microphone, and just like start singing from the top of the stairs or something. Because nah, that's extra. Ni- <laughs> but no, back on the dance. Um, yeah, it was Lauren's best dance. She needed a breakthrough this week, otherwise it was pretty much going to be curtains for her. Um, I'm glad she's had it now. She now she's on that next tier, so to speak. Let's hope she stays up there because she can do it. It probably, let's face it, still is going to be curtains for her. Although she does have the uh, she does have the tango in her back pocket. Um, none of the girls have done their American smooths yet. That's going to hmm. be interesting. Oh, she's still got her rumba though, hasn't she? Yeah, but you know, she did a Latin. Maybe they will let her. Maybe. I mean, I just wanted to do well because she is doing well. Yay. I really, re- I really, really like her. Like, I think she's probably one of my favourite personalities in in the show. Again, just because for her, like, obvious disdain for all the time wasting VTs and how I, I'm not convinced she likes AJ as a person. Um, but it, uh, yeah, her disdain for AJ in general and his in his situation. Um, but no, I'm really glad the Paso suited her because I thought it might. I thought I had I thought it had a chance it might be quite weak, but she was she she came through strong and I thought she she looked as powerful as um you know she should for this dance. I'm worried she's got a jive next week and I just think it's gonna be messy. I can't imagine it being anything other than messy. Has um, she got a jive? Wrong, I think they said that on the results show. Oh no <laughs> I'm not sure. If I'm wrong, please cut this out. <laughs> well, the thing is, I won't know until Tuesday when it will be out. Oh, yeah. no, I'm, I'm really pretty sure if we watch the results, if I watch it, because I was going to tweet, but I didn't send it in the end. It, Lauren had a jive and, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, well, she survived couple's choice. She did. She did. She was she was star like Melissa Finn, wasn't she? Like, that's the angle they were going with, wasn't it? Um, like, that's that's what it? I got with the haunt, with, like, the... She didn't. Crown and she didn't have the horns. She was just like generic, fierce, evil Yas Queen, right? She was. I mean, like the Wicked Witch from Snow White. Yeah. I mean, either works. But I just saw and went, "Oh, she looks like this." That actually really suits her. I, I loved her putting the apple on Craig's desk as well. She's just oh, really that, fierce and sassy. The, it was great. Yeah, it's just her walk over. She did it, which sold it for me. Just like without missing yeah. a beat, nothing. So I just walked over, placed it delicately, and walked back. I was like, "Oh, this is just." <laughs> I just loved her for that. Proper butter wouldn't fact, melt it, evil. 
And the fact that it just preceded AJ dying really hammily on like, <laughs> the end of the dance. So she's just preoccupied with the Apple situation that doesn't give a crap about that. She's like, oh, AJ's on the floor and there's my Apple. I'm going over here. <gasps> yeah, AJ, exactly. come on. <laughs> I think she views him as just like... Um, you know, you're in an athletic setup. You can't always help who you train with. Sometimes you're just your training partner is just really annoying, and you've just got to knuckle down and get through it the best you can. Oh, AJ, um, like we, we, we can't stop dragging you. We just think you need to maybe take a couple of years out and come back to the show with a few of your sharp edges knocked off and uh, with a bit more life experience and wisdom. I, I- I do think he is lovely. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a bad person or anything, but just like as a professional, it doesn't work. And considering he is what twenty-two, he's he's young. There are other people who could that age that could easily take his spot. Um, most notably, there's a dancer called Luke Miller, who's a DSI um, not ambassador, but he's sponsored by them. And he was in all like the sort of like training tip videos with Shirley this weekend. If you saw he was dancing with Shirley was dancing with a with a young lad. Oh, is that, that Shirley's friend? Yeah. And they, his parents are dancers and they have a dance school in Norwich. And he's a fantastic dancer, currently competing still. And he's 21. He could easily come in next year and take AJ's spot. Like if he's friends with Shirley Ballas, like he's on the right track. <laughs> There's also a whole parcel of them on Dancing with the Stars Island as well. Yes, who... Kai, Ryan, Ksenia, who are all British and have all tried out for Strictly and haven't got on, so they're doing Dancing with the Stars <laughs> in Ireland. Yeah, em- Emily Barker as well. She's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Just... There's, there's a plethora of British talent. I'm quite they're annoyed. All, they're all waiting. I'm quite <laughs> annoyed with RTE for making it so difficult to watch Dancing with the Stars. I mean, I just like I just like watching it and going, that was a Strictly dress, and that was a Strictly dress, and that was a Strictly dress, because <laughs> they just shipped them off the island. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want those beautiful creations to only get one shot. Of course not. Um, so um, I've got lost in a vortex of being beastly to AJ. Are we, are we done with the dancers? Yes. She's yep. supposed to show. Well, Halloween. Um, notable occurrences in the results show, mainly uh, OT fronting the prose routine, and uh, for oh, once queen. it was worth worth talking about. A bit of game of thrones going on. I love that that performance, like Ali Ash being the king, and then him and like OT coming in. The only thing it needed was when she was sat there with the crown, she just winked at the camera. If she did that, it would have been perfect. <laughs> Do you but know, I loved this 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 performance. It was brilliant. Yeah, I haven't done it again. I haven't gone through all the videos and worked out who's looking down the camera or not. I meant to do it last week. I will. I will go through and do it. <laughs> it only takes twenty minutes to watch all of the dancers. Can you imagine? We're watching this show for two hours and there's twenty minutes of dancing. So a hundred <laughs> minutes of filler, basically. Well, you said it. <laughs> They, uh, men- they mentioned the name of the choreographer of that uh, OT Aliash routine, and I-, I can't remember it now, but I just thought it was really well done, a really awesome routine, and I hope they use her more because I was oh, getting so- a little bit tired of the general Gilkerson fair we get. Oh, is it not gen- 
Jason Gilkson? I thought no, it was. It no, was, it wasn't. Um, a female choreographer who they had. Did they have her on Thursday or Fridays? It takes two. Yeah, they did, and I can't remember her name. Because we've not but. grown as familiar with her work as we have the work of Jason Gilkison. Mm. But very good. We'll mention her in the show notes. I particularly like the bit where they both dropped through the table. That was very <laughs> yeah. clever. And then OT like, came up victorious. As she always does. So Indeed. we've made it through another Halloween with only minor body paint poisoning. <laughs> We've got a bit of admin to do. We need to get a frock of the week. Let's have your nominations and votes. Anne? Um, I, I really liked um, Diane's dress. Um, but um, actually, the dress that I really like this week is really random. Is Darcy's dress that she wore in the results show? That, the velvety one. I love, I love that colour. I'm a sucker for that colour. And also the um, the dresses that they wore in the opening, sh- uh, the f- floral see-through numbers. Ah, that they wore. the traditional Mexican I, dresses. Yes, I love those. Elliot. Uh, oh, so I had a three-way tie all day, but I finally made a decision. The ones that nearly got it were Diane's and Darcy's dress from last night, her sort of latex and lace thing. I thought that was lovely. But my actual winner is Lauren, because... She- she looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, seems fair to me. Vicky? I'm going to go with Lauren as well. The anticipation. Um, yeah, I thought she looked stunning. Um, with an honourable mention to Darcy's leather vamp- vampy look. Woo! Meg? I'm also on Team Lauren this week. I thought that was a really stunning dress. And it's nearly a clean sweep. Uh, yeah, Lauren absolutely bossing it as the evil queen beautiful front beautiful back beautiful dance congratulations lauren and dsi so that is all of the important stuff wrapped up and we're back to whatever passes for normal in these neighborhoods next week um anything anybody wants to say anything anybody wants to look out for over the next week so have we got um did I catch it correctly? Um, Kevin and Stacey are doing Couples Choice Contemporary. Uh, no, they're doing Street. No, they're not doing Contemporary. Street. They're doing Street. They're just doing oh. Street. Okay, Ooh, that could be interesting. That's going to be amazing. Kill me! Or, or an absolute car crash. <laughs> there is going to be no yeah. middle ground with that. I'm just thinking okay. it's going to be boom, boom, shake the shake room, the part room. two, yes, oh, right? No. And, and bear in mind that. <laughs> yes, that, it's going to be that. Boom. And that got Kevin in the dance-off when he did that, and it was an absolute mess. So, oh no. (laughs) So this is the week week when a certain finalist knocks out a fan favourite then. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Shall we get ready for a Stacey Ryan dance-off then? Oh God. 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 It's going to be a a Kevin on E-numbers fest. (laughs) (laughs) It was the thing, the fact that you said street dance with a twist that worries me. Oh, I don't Ooh, know. Twist. You don't need it with a twist. <laughs> it's already got a twist in. You yeah. don't need to twist it. You are twisting oh, my melons, man. Uh, <laughs> twisting melons. Uh, <laughs> is he the twist and shout as he does it, though? 
<laughs> so we'll be watching their Insta story training footage with great interest and trepidation. I just want to just want it to be Tuesday and see what they're dancing to. Then, oh my god! I'm, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm going to be so interested to see what Ian says about it on when he does like Ian's close up look at the choreography. Ian's team Joe, it's fine. Joe, yeah, yeah. Uh, team Joe are adorable. They're finally getting the winners, like the breakout curve. And it looks like the top four from last night are going to be the top four in six weeks' time. Uh, and I found it quite telling that they both tied with each other, that Stacey and Joe tied, and then yeah. Faye and Ashley tied. So it's like they, those are like the two mini battles going on at the minute. The thing is, though, we can't take the rest of the series off. We have to keep going through this hollow charade week after week. <laughs> oh, don't worry. They keep painting people and pe- keep putting people in terrible hair extensions. And we've got plenty of firepower. It's fine. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Please, right. please call this episode a hollow charade. <laughs> so accurate. A, a hollow Halloween charade. Uh, uh. Oh, right. And with that, I think we're all absolutely spent. It's time for us to go hang upside down from the rafters and get our spooky beauty sleep. Good night, Anne. Goodbye. Good night, Elliot. Good night. Good night, Vicky. Good night. Good night, Meg. Good night. And remember at home, keep dancing. <laughs>